think I watched a documentary about two years ago on you, and it said, you know, you would spend like a thousand pounds a night on a hotel. And well, this one was two and a half thousand pounds a night. <laughs> oh I'm, not very, <clears throat> I'm not very happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know what I need. I know myself better than you know exactly. me. Yeah. You've had a five-minute interview with me, and I'm telling you what I need. Mumtomillionaire.com. <sighs> Excel in business and life. Be a go-getter. Hello and welcome to the 94th episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. This is one of the episodes that you are going to want to listen to over and over again. Pure inspiration from a multi-millionaire. Not only that, she's a single mum of four, but why you're going to love this interview as much as me is it's it's just so open and honest. We are going to talk about divorce. We are going to talk about the effects of depression and we're going to talk about domestic violence. It's It is slightly hard-hitting, so please do not listen to this around young children, but I really feel that this is important for us to talk about as women. I've noticed that recently in my life, a lot of people in power, they want to try and silence victims. They want to try and ignore issues and sweep it under the carpet. And I'm not having any of it anymore. I've had enough. Um, I know I'm kind of talking in a riddle right now, but I will reveal on the podcast in the future um, just the full extent to what me and my son have been through. And when you hear it, you are going to be horrified. Um, And this is what Mum to Millionaire is all about. Hello, by the way, my name is Vina V. I am the founder of Mum to Millionaire, where we push you to your potential in business and life. Uh, I'm not going to talk anymore. I just want to get into this interview. So please welcome to the show, Mum to Millionaire. It is Kate Stewart. MumToMillionaire.com. Excel in business and life. B A Go Getter. Hi, it's Vina B, and welcome to Mum to Millionaire. This is the place to get real and honest business advice. Plus, loads of motivation. And our guest today, oh my God, you're going to love her. She's so motivational, so inspirational. You're just going to be at the end of your seat. You're going to love her. She is a multi-millionaire. She became a single mum at the age of 17, left school with no qualifications, got her first million at the age of 23, and now she's here. Ta-da! It is the gorgeous Kate Stewart. Woo! Thank you. Hi, everyone. Look... The first time I saw Kate just now, I was like, "She, you are so gorgeous. Oh, thank you, And Vina. you're so slim. That's because I don't <laughs> stop. I have four children, and most of you women all know that the hardest job in the world is actually being a mother. So the business yeah. stuff comes easy when we've got so many children. It's like I go to work for a break. <laughs> I think that's the first question. How do you do it, though? Because... I'm a single mum of one one son, and I really struggle. Mm. And I never used to like to admit it, but literally the other day I was like, do you know what, this is actually hard. Yeah. This is hard work. So how do you do it with the four of them and running all of these businesses that you're doing at the moment? Well, the thing is, ladies, I've just recently got divorced as well. So I'm oh. now a single mum again. But I'm happy about that. To the four children, I have a daughter who's nearly 19, 
which makes me feel <laughs> very old. And then I have twins who are two, and I have a one-year-old baby as well. So when I decided to end my marriage, it was because it wasn't making me happy. It was making, bringing more complications, and it was making me unhappy. And the one thing that I've learned through all of this journey is to make myself happy. And in turn, my children will be happy. Because you see so many women who stay in relationships because they think it makes the children better and it actually doesn't the children then see you arguing so that's another part of my life ding ding done yes yes <laughs> so I'm back to being a single mum but how I manage is I have great support from my mum and my eldest daughter is fantastic with the children and nursery my children go to nursery and I do believe as well that children who go to nursery are more advanced because they have that little bit of a beginning yeah. So they're learning more because if they're at home with me, I haven't got all of the tools and the yeah. actual time to sit and do things with them. So, yeah, I've put them in nursery. I love that. I yeah. think, thank <clears throat> God for childcare sometimes because yeah. otherwise you can't go out and work. And yeah. I think a lot of mums forget this is that we need to be happy ourselves yeah and I definitely. it must have been so difficult to come to that decision of getting a divorce but you've done it and mm. I really want to pick up on that because if there is a lady watching this right now and I know there's going to be loads of them because I know some in my life yeah. who are married and like you said they're staying there for the kids yeah. and I look at them and I think I understand why you're doing it but in a way, like, what kind of encouragement can you give to them? Because I think it's that fear, isn't it? They don't Yeah, know. the fear of the unknown, I think, as well. And also the breakdown of a family is never, ever going to be easy. And you feel guilt and you question yourself, am I doing the right thing? But in my household, what become apparent was me and him were arguing constantly in front of my children. And it was better for me to be on my own and for them to have a relationship with the father away from me so that they didn't see that conflict and the arguing. Because what my fear was, was that they were going to grow up and think that was normal for a relationship. And then they then go on to have unbalanced relationships in their own lives. And I thought, no, you're not. I want my children to go on and be happy and not think, you know, mum being miserable or constantly snapping at each yeah. other. That's how a relationship should be. And I know it's hard, girls. I really do know it's hard, but sometimes we put our children's happiness before our own. And in turn, that doesn't make them happy because we're unhappy. So sometimes you just have to stand up. And I have been in domestic violence relationships. It was all over the papers that my husband has attacked me. And that's another thing that is just not right. And I know how hard it is to walk away from that. But girls, you've got to. You've got to believe in yourselves and you've got to stand up and think, do you know what? I can do anything. I can stand on my own two feet. I can do whatever I want to do. And you don't deserve to be treated any other way than a princess. And that is it. And treat yourself like a princess. You don't need a man to treat you like one. You can treat yourself like a princess. And it's just something stupid. Don't get your nails painted and you come out and you feel nice. Don't depend on anyone and think that someone enriches your life because they don't. You make your life what it is. And then going forward, if someone wants to come along and compliment it, then fair enough. But then if they're not making your life a better thing, get out. Yeah. God, I feel I, I literally feel like crying <laughs> because I think you're going to hit a nerve of so many people because I was in an abusive relationship yeah. as well and it is that thing of I mean I was lucky in a way that I was like that's it when my son was six months old I was like I'm not doing that yeah. anymore he's still obviously involved with my son because they need to have that a balance of a father exactly mm. but 
it is difficult. Look, and this is Kate. Like, look how amazing she is. And Kate is saying that to you. So please, I know it's difficult, but you do have to get out. You do. Because unfortunately, I don't know about your ex, but a lot of people who are abusers, they don't change. They, they don't. And they tell they you change. every time. I mean, mine went on for a while. I had a baby and um, she was, I had her and she didn't survive. So from that, I suffered really bad postnatal depression. And that's when the abuse started, while I was at my lowest point. And you know what, girls? I felt worthless. I felt like I didn't want to get out of bed every morning. And I'd just be getting constant abuse. And if I'd say something back, I'd get a crack. And then because I was in that depressive state, I was like, well, I can't go nowhere. I can't do nothing. Because you're so insecure. And you know what? I went, this is what I'd done. I went to the doctors. And I got fluxetine tablets. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Oh, what were they? Antidepressants. Anti oh, I was like, yeah. And that got me through my postnatal depression. And I think women as well were so scared to say, look, we need a little bit of help. And how I evaluate it is, if I broke my leg, I'd go to the hospital and get it fixed. You're going to go and get plaster put on your leg and for it to heal. Your brain is exactly the same. Sometimes this brain of ours gets injured and you need medical assistance to make it better. It's another organ in our body. And that's what I realised. And that's why I went to the doctor and said, look, I need help here. And it got me out of the depression and in turn from getting out of that cloud. And when that cloud felt like it had lifted off me, it gave me the strength then to say, hang on. This isn't, this isn't right, and I'm not doing this no more. You're gone. So what I'm trying to say to you girls is sometimes don't be ashamed to put your hands up and say, do you know what, my brain's not well. Because someone said to you, we've got the flu. It's a common, it's a common illness, and so is your brain. It's just another organ in our bodies, and you need to get help if you do feel like that. And maybe some of them don't agree with yet. Maybe some of them do. But what I'm saying to you is, girls, don't be afraid to ask for help and to go to the doctors. Um, have you ever, because this has happened to me numerous times when mm. I, because I think, again, as women, yeah. sometimes we're scared. We don't yeah. want to get the help. We're like, we're going to deal with it ourselves. The numerous times that I've actually gone to get help, it's like they then don't help you. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, where you have maybe gone to the doctor or or just anyone that is in a position to help and they mm. haven't. Because I think, again, that's a common... Well, girls, I think what you need to identify first is that you are unwell. And once you go into that doctor's, you put your... And this is where everything in life, what we've all got to realise is that no matter how much money we've got in the bank or who we are or who we mix with, we're all exactly the same. Our graves are all the same size and we're all the same. And your point has to be heard. No one's better than anyone. So if we're going into a GP, don't be frightened and go, well, well he knows best. No, he doesn't. You know best because you know yourself best. So if he starts saying, well, go away and don't say now, now. And it'll be on your notes as well. No, I don't want to. This is how I feel and I need help from you today. Girls, stand up and make your voices heard to anyone in the world. No one's better than you. Nobody. The Queen's not. We're all exactly all the, the same. same. Yeah. All the same. So make sure your voices are heard to doctors, to police, to anyone. Stand up and say, no, I don't want that. I want this. And tell them what you want. If you're going to take away anything from this interview, I think it's that. You have to fight. Because I have been yeah. to the doctors before and said, I'm literally, even taking that step to go, I was yeah. like, oh my God. I went there and they're like, oh, just go and call a friend. You're fine. You don't need to see a, you don't need a counsellor. And I was like, I've just come here for help. But I wish, what Kate just said, I wish I was like, no, do you know what? I'm staying here until I get help. Yeah, and don't move. Say, well, I'll just sit in this seat all day then. 
Yeah. So unless you do <laughs> that, yeah, and their time is so precious because they're like, right, right, in and out, and I say, I'm not moving. I yeah. know what I need. I know myself better than you know exactly. me. Yeah. You've had a five-minute interview with me, and I'm telling you what I need. Mm. <sighs> you have to say it yourself. And if not, ring me, and I'll come <laughs> with you. I think you should. Play, I think you should get a clip of this interview and just play it to the doctors. Yeah. Kate says, "I'm going to stay here, or I'll come down to them doctors." <laughs> And she's a very powerful lady, so don't want to mess with her. Um, in terms of a lighter note now, I, I know you've obviously got divorced now, but are you thinking about dating? No. <laughs> oh, good God, no. I was going to ask you, how does a millionaire date? Like, would you ever consider, okay, not now, but maybe in a few years' time, going on a dating app? No. <laughs> Do you know what, girls, as well? I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I'm still from that age. I'm a little bit older. When, like, we used she, to... she actually isn't. You're so young. I am not. She's so young. No, I'm not. The thing is, girls, <laughs> I'm from that era when there was no dating apps and you still went out and you got your dress on and you went to the club and you flaces a little bit. <laughs> but who knows? I couldn't, you can never say never, can you? You'll see me next week on Tinder or something. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so let's uh, put a line under that then. Yeah. Going back to in terms of your business, so when mm. you had your beauty salons and your telling salons, I know you, she, uh, Kate sold them now, mm. that's how you made your first million doing that. There's a lot of ladies out there, and dads, sorry dads, there's a lot of dads that's what. Hi dads. Hi dads, single dads out there. Um, in terms of growing your business, because yeah. you had multiple beauty salons, some people right now are struggling with even getting customers for their one business. Mm. What do you advise them? How can people get more customers and clients? Because, again, a lot of people are struggling to even do that. Do you know what I always done? And I'll just go back a little bit further. I had a baby at 17, and I never had one single penny. The electricity went in the house, and I never had the money to put electricity back in. And I had to wrap blankets around me and my daughter. And I thought, you know what? This is just not for me. And I'm not going to do this. So I got up and I walked the streets. And just walked the streets for days and days. Just asking people for jobs. And because I had no qualifications, no one wanted to give me that opportunity. And I ended up getting a job. And I ended up working. And I went to college and I'd done my beauty training and everything else. So I worked for myself. And everything I saved. And then I ended up uh, renting a shop getting the builder to do the work and saying, I'll pay you later, um, hiding some beds in and running tenant salon. So that's how it all kicked off. And sometimes you've just got to be so cheeky. It's unbelievable. And I said to them, look, I'll sign a contract with you and I'll pay you later for the work <laughs> once that. the money starts coming in. And that's how you've got to do it. But what I've always realised is people love offers. You just love it. I could put on this, on Venus Top today, that this was £10,000 and I'm going to reduce it for one day sale for £50. You'd be sold Mate, out. I'm buying another one right now. You'd sell out. <laughs> You'd have to pay to play to what people want and demand as well. So social media, we didn't have that years ago. So social media is a fantastic platform to advertise your businesses. If you go on one of the companies that I've recently acquired I bought the Sandton complex which is a complex of pubs right next to Liverpool football grounds and it's the birthplace of LFC and when I took over the Facebook page it had like 2,000 followers and I've increased that to 20, 20 odd thousand in like I think seven months by running competitions 
and giving people offers and getting them to share and getting them to like and comment and tag people in them, that is a great way to move forward now with advertising. Years ago, we used to advertise in newspapers and the cost would be astronomical. This is free. Oh so, my God, I'm so, I'm so glad Kate has said this because I say this to all my clients. I say, it's free. it's free. And then to make people take action, I say, what happens in two years' time if Facebook start charging us yeah. to even post something? Mm. So we have to take advantage now. Of course. While it's free, there's YouTube, there's podcasts, there's definitely Twitter, there's everything. And the thing mm. is, I mean, if whatever industry you're in, so okay, just for an example. I own right one of my businesses right now is a complex of pubs. So what I'll do is I'll get a ticket that cost me £35, a Liverpool ticket. And I will then say, okay, we'll give this ticket away to the most deserving winner. Comment. So they've got to go on. They've got to share the post, like the post, share the page, and comment who they want to bring and tag them in it. And I think on them, I'm hitting about 150,000 people for £35. So that's what you've got to do. If you're in the industry of beauty, like you'll win a makeover. And then like, yes. share, comment, tag, and everything else. And you're getting your business recognised. Tweet, Facebook, Instagram, every single day, every day. And there's apps that you can get so that you can set up your week and you don't even have to, yeah, yeah. I don't even have to do it. So I think social media is the way forward. <laughs> it's the way forward right now. So you need to take action. And there's so many things that you can do. In terms of, you, you mentioned it there and, you know, cost you £35 to do that. If someone's got a spare £100, they're like, okay, I'm going to start doing marketing now. What would you advise them to do with that £100? Is it literally do something like a Facebook ad or get some fly, like the, you know, old yeah. school thing or get flyers printed or what I don't think you... flyers work anymore because that's what I used to do many yeah. years ago. I'd advertise on the front page of the newspaper and it cost me like £3,000. Oh, wow. And the reach isn't really that great. No. And people will look at it and forget about it on Facebook. It's reoccurring all the time. Mm -hmm. And I do advertise with Facebook. Um, I do really choose my audience as well. So there's, uh, you can go in and put the interests and where you want to send the ad to, men, women, the gender, age groups and everything else. So I would invest. The reach on Facebook is really, really good. I, I love mean, your accent. Do you? From Scotland. No, Scotland. Scot <laughs> Liverpool. Do you know, I was born in Liverpool. Can you tell? No. Yeah. Not one bit. In, in St. Helens. Oh, really? But I was, I left when I was free. Oh. Now I talk like this. Oh, I'd love to have your accent. I would <laughs> Chicken. 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 I, I, no, I, I can't do accents. I'm rubbish. Um, what is the misconception about wealthy people? Okay, I was having this conversation yesterday and sometimes what you see isn't what you get. So I can walk around and I do like clothes and everything else. So I walk out and yesterday I had this Versace dress on that I just bought and nice shoes and hair like this. But you know what my, what I absolutely love and I'm going to do after this interview, I'm going to the Tower of London to the Amberlynn thing. I love history oh, wow. and I love the Tudor era. I love that. Um, I'll go in Primark and buy a pair of shoes, five pounds. I'm not yeah. really bothered about, as you get older as well, <clears throat> you lose that, that I have to show everyone that I've got this or I've got that. You just become comfortable in your own skin. Mm. Um, there's loads of misconceptions about me, actually. Most people say I'm horrible, but I'm not really. Oh, my, she, I want to say, you're so lovely. I think you're one of those loveliest people I've oh, ever met. Seriously, you, from the, even before I put this camera on, you're exactly the same. Yeah. You weren't like, oh, get in this room. You're like, hi, Dina, like, you're, so. Oh, thank that's you, That's a Nina. bit odd. But the reason I bring up the misconception thing is because 
even I did this many years ago. You see, you, I, it's a phrase that I hear a lot of people say, and I tell them off for it now. But like, oh, she's rich, he's rich. Like it doesn't matter. They've got the money to deal with X, Y, and Z. But going back to the beginning of this interview, we're all human. Yeah, we're all the same. And because I think I watched a documentary about two years ago on you, and it said you know you would spend like a thousand pounds a night on a hotel. And well, this one was two and a half thousand pounds a night. <laughs> oh I'm, not very, <clears throat> I'm not very happy right now. <laughs> So she still does it. Or you spent, you know, £250,000 on a bit of jewellery. Like, to me, right now in my life, I can't comprehend doing that. But I've got to the point now where I'm like, do you know what? You've worked hard for that. Yeah. And no one should judge you for what you spend your money on. Do you, do you still think that is a big misconception with you? I think... What people don't understand is as well, for everything that I earn, I take the risks. I take massive risks with my money, where if you're in a nine to five job, you go to work, you know what you're getting in the bank. I could put all of my liquid capital into something and it might take me a, a longer to get back. So I do take risks all the time. I could, at one minute, I could have loads of cash around me and the next minute, I've got, I'm asset rich and cash poor. So I have to take risks all the time for everything that I acquire. So I might buy a building and it can be an absolute wreck because I do property developing as well. And that building, I've got to invest money into that, my own money into that building before I can sell it. And if someone doesn't want to buy it, then my money's sitting in there for however long. So when I look back and think, well, if I want to go and pay that for a room or if I want to go and pay that, I deserve it because I take risks every day to make what I've got and as long as my and I mean that is a bit over the top where I do go and spend that but you know what girls I've never had it and I've never had asked a man to buy me it so to be able to go and do that for myself makes me proud of myself and makes me feel good about myself that I have look at me I'm no one I'm from a normal council estate I had nothing and I can go in that shop and I can buy myself that so that's why you do it because I think huh, well, I can't, and it makes me feel good inside. That is my little outlet. But I do work hard for it. It's not as if I'm married a footballer and I sit on my backside and say, oh, well, you know, my husband's bought me this or my husband's... No, she I'm She has done it her damn self. Girls <laughs> yeah. and boys, I've done it myself, so I do believe I deserve it. And I think you are a prime example of a self-made multimillionaire. Like you said, you've come from the ground mm. and you're up there now, so it's not... It's not impossible. It's not. You, a... You've done it. There should be a fi I think we should do a petition. We should do a film about Kate's life. Seriously. Oh, God. Don't you think that'd the... be... Have you watched that film called Joy? No. Are I don't you... get time. The only thing I watch, girls, <laughs> Maybe that's is what I'm doing wrong. CBBC <laughs> and Nickelodeon. Poor Patrol. I, do you know when you used to drive around in your car and you'd sing, like, the songs and the, and the tunes? i drive around and go, Poor Patrol, Poor Patrol. <laughs> bit, and my mates look at me as if to say, What's wrong with you? I just, my brain is just Nick Jr. and everything else now. <laughs> okay, you're just amazing. You seriously Thank are. You. Again, if someone's watching this right now and they're in need of that motivation, what would you say to them? Like, what has kept you going <clears throat> in life? Because it's not, you're sat here now, stunning, beautiful lady. We're in, I'm going to show everyone, like, where we actually are so they can see the views. I was like, what the hell? But you, you've done it by yourself. You're mm. an empowered single mum. And it's like you're talking about everything you've been through. And I think sometimes it's difficult for people to, for, to comprehend. Mm. We're talking about it, but it's not... Obviously, no one can yeah. never understand. Or you can't visualise it sometimes, can you? No, you can't, if you, especially if you haven't been there. So yeah. 
what did keep you going and what is your advice to someone who is literally, do you know what, I just want to give up now? Do you know the one thing I can tell everybody is I believed in myself. Mm. That was the one thing that I can tell you. I believe in me. And do you know, there's another great piece of advice that I can give you. Until you learn to love yourself, no one else will ever love you as well. So that's when your relationship things and by believing in yourself and thinking, do you know what, I can do anything and we really can do anything we want, anything. I know you can sit there and think, it's hard some days to even get up and get washed and dressed because I have been there, I've done it, I've worn the t-shirt, I know what it's like, but you have to every day get up and look at yourself in the mirror and say, I am strong, I am powerful, I can do anything and look yourself in the eye and tell yourself that. Every, each and every day and start believing in you invest in you believe in you love you girls honestly nothing's impossible i've come from absolutely nothing from and i mean nothing i had no money and anything else and the only advice i can give you is, is believe in you invest in you and love you and then the world will love you too Oh, that is so beautiful. So we, we do have to do a film now. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry you have to do It'll be this. a bit of a horror film at some point, Serena. <laughs> Definitely be at 18. <laughs> but it'll be pure motivation, I think, and inspiration yeah. for everyone. Thank you so much. Oh, give me a go, hug. Oh, you're so... Oh, I love you. I love this so much. Before we go, Kate, I'm all about putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I've got this clip now. So if you ignore me in the future, I'm just going to send you this clip and send it. <laughs> because I'm doing Millionaire Series season on the Mum to Millionaire podcast, do you know any other millionaires that you could put me in touch with so I could do an interview with them? No, because all my mates are still my mates from when I was a kid. I don't actually hang out with anyone. <laughs> yeah, I do. And, and by the way, as well, all my friends work for me. So I'll give everyone jobs. And, but no, girls, I've never changed my circle. It's, I've still mates with my mates. I was mates with an infant. There's nine of us. We've come right the way through our lives. And one of our, one of our mums, one of my best friend's mums have just had, and every one of us have been there. And you know what? I've never changed. I'm still the same girl I was when I lived in a council house and had no money. My friends are the same. My family's the same. I'm still the same person. Oh, yeah. I love you. I do, thank you. If you've not subscribed to this channel yet, please make sure you do. We're going to link all of Kate's, start following her on social media, start tweeting her, let's do a petition and be like, yeah, Kate, <laughs> get everyone involved, let's do this. Thank you, seriously. Thank so you for much having for me, Vina. Taking the time. You've been so accommodating and seriously, like she's lovely. So you ha if you had any judgment about Kate, I'm here to say, as I don't know Kate at all. No, first and time. And first time, and she's lovely. Thank you so much. For all the show notes, go over to the blog, mumtomillionaire.com, and don't forget to subscribe if you want more videos just like this. And we'll see you in the next episode, right here on Mum to Millionaire. Bye. Bye, girls. <laughs> Mumtomillionaire.com. Excel in business and life. B. A. Go. Getter. I am speechless. Just wow, wow, wow. These are one of the interviews that you need to save it on your phone, bookmark it, do whatever you need to do to save this episode of the Mum to Millionaire podcast. And it's just one of those ones when you're feeling a bit uh, and a bit deflated, you can listen to this over and over again. Kate Stewart, I salute you. You are the ultimate action woman. I just can't... I can't comprehend sometimes 
the things people go through. She's a single mum of four kids. And you know, sometimes I wish I have a microphone on me all the time because she said some stuff after the interview and I just thought, wow, I've got so much respect for you. Yes, she's worked extremely hard, but what she does is she always makes sure she has it one or two days a week where she is at home with her children for the whole day, all that time focusing on your kids. So, Again, it just proves that point of you don't have to be 24 hustle. You can work hard, get what you want and also have that time with your family. I love that lady so much. If you want daily motivation, go over to the Mum to Millionaire Instagram. So just search for Mum to Millionaire on Instagram and you can see loads more quotes from Kate and some inspirational quotes that will just really set you up for each and every day that you wake up. And if you're feeling like, oh, do you know what? I just want to be part of a community. I just want help. I just want to have that accountability in my life. You want to grow your business. You want to get on YouTube. You want to start doing Facebook Lives. You just want to put yourself out there because that's what we should be doing. You are so talented. You don't even realize the immense talent you hold inside of you but if you don't get out there and tell people about your business about yourself if you don't start building your personal brand you're never going to get to where you want to be so come over and join the team action academy every month uh, we cover a brand new topic to do with video and live streaming and And not just that, it's going to be more than equipping you with the skills to get camera confident. This is really your chance to be part of a community that supports each other and inspires each other and to have that accountability and talk about life stuff. Because a lot of the time people are like, oh, yeah, I released an ebook and I sold one million uh, and I sold one million pounds within one day um, or, you know, just other things. Or sometimes when you talk to someone, they might say, oh yeah, things are going great. I've got loads of clients. But the reality is a lot of business owners are struggling. So this is going to be a place where everyone's open and honest. And I'll talk openly and honest about my business journey, what's currently going on in my business. And so will the experts that we have coming in every month as well. If you want to find out more, just head over to mumtomillionaire.com forward slash action and uh, you can see exactly what you get for only £20 a month. It's crazy the amount of value I'm giving you. This is what we need to do to succeed. We need to be part of this community where you're just getting so much value on a daily basis. Mumtomillionaire.com forward slash action and next time on the podcast we have got the 16th richest woman in the UK she's the CEO of Ann Summers and uh, she actually named mum to millionaire one of her top businesses of last year so if you want to hear a behind the scenes look at what I got up to when I went to the HQ of Ann Summers in London and hear from the one the only the only, the only Jacqueline Gold. Uh, make sure you listen to the next episode of the podcast. Remember, you got to get out there, take action, go and find what makes you happy. Because if you don't go and do that, no one's going to do it for you. Mumtomillionaire.com. Excel in business and life. B-A-Go-Getter.